0: And if you want to take the conversations of your fans to the next level, you can even do Q and A's and polls direct through that
1: same feed. Spotify for podcasters. Get it now. It's the end of an era. It is the end of the game. Triple H announces his retirement from professional wrestling earlier today on ESPN. ESPN. SP3 and Jose G here. We're going to bring you the breaking news and all the details we know into the moment right now in this breaking news top story. What's up, everyone? Welcome to the top story. It is a special edition in the middle of the day because we have major breaking news Coming from WWE today. And that breaking news is that Triple H has announced his retirement from pro wrestling. I think this is a day that a lot of us fans have been watching closely ever since he had his cardiac event. Uh, we're going to jump in. We're going to dive deep into this here for a few minutes. As always, SP3 joining me here today uh, for the breaking news segment. Big news today, right?
2: Huge news! I, I was I have always have a busy morning on Friday, but I, my phone's been blowing up with people hitting me up, letting me know the news. I even got a text from my mom because it happened on ESPN, and my mom usually checks out ESPN. She's like, "Oh, Triple H is on there," and then the next text is, "Triple H is retiring." What? <laughs> so yes.
1: It's, uh, yeah, it's kind of crazy, and, it's, and it always happens in the early Friday afternoon or, or early Friday day, early Friday afternoon. It always happens when we get these big pieces of major news. But let's dive into this uh, here really quick here, uh, Sid, because um, a few months ago, it's been like, what, six months now? Has it been six months it's right around there uh, where Triple H uh, yeah, had his cardiac event?
2: Yeah, it happened in September, so it's been just on like three months now. I mean, uh, it's six months, excuse me.
1: Yeah, so it's been about six months since we found the news that Triple H had a, a cardiac event. Um, he had to undergo surgery for that. And he's been off of the radar ever since that happened. A lot of changes has happened within the WWE NXT getting a revamp and a rebrand. Um, a lot of his guys that he brought in are now not but no longer with the company, so there's been massive change ever since he left WWE. Now, a lot of people with Cody on the horizon, everybody wanted to see this Cody and Triple H match happen at some point in WWE. And looks like we're not getting that anymore as he announced his full in-ring retirement from WWE today on ESPN, right?
2: Yes, it was in an interview with Stephen A. Smith. The full interview will be on Stephen A. World, uh, which is available on ESPN Plus as well as their podcast platforms. But the uh, first part of it aired on First Take this morning, where Triple H has said that he will never step back into the wrestling ring following his cardiac event. Uh, he still hasn't returned to WWE full time behind the scenes, working as the creator and producer of NXT, as well as his- assignments and roles as executive vice president of wwe but it seems that he is basically p- closing the book on what has been one of the greatest w- wwe in-ring careers in the history of the company
1: absolutely i mean and when people ask me who are your uh four people on the mount rushmore Triple H is in there, man. Triple H is in there. There's a lot of people that give Triple H flack on the way how he rose to the top. But you you, you gotta respect you gotta respect the game. I mean, he, he he did a lot of stuff for the industry that not a lot of people were able to do, but there is a lot of people that give him flack on the way he came up. But you know what? It's the nature of the beast. Um, I I mean I I myself have, was a wrestler, and I know how the uh, environment back there can be, and how people can will do whatever they can to, you know, get to the top. And Triple H did that, man. Triple H did whatever he had to do to be in the top, to position himself as one of the most powerful people in WWE. Um, man, what are your, some of your favorite moments from uh from Triple H? I mean, I, we're, I know we're talking about like he's gone; he's not gone, but he is retired from in-ring competition but like what are some of your favorite moments from Triple H that really stand out to you um as a fan
2: well as a fan I recently have been uh telling this story on a couple of different platforms that I've been on but I was asked the question on Quizlemania a couple of weeks ago what was my very first event that I went to live very first live wrestling event And it came around my 8th birthday in 1996. My birthday is May 18th. I think the event was May 17th. I live in New York, so it was at Madison Square Garden. The main event of the evening was Shawn Michaels versus Diesel inside of a steel cage and then young eight-year-old sp3 was just his mind was blown and forever his wrestling fandom was changed because i then saw razor ramon come down to the ring and get inside the steel cage i then saw hunter Hearst hemsley then you're Gomez, at that show come, huh you're yes, at the curtain call. my Man. very wow. first event was the curtain call and my whole wrestling fandom blown away i all of kayfabe was broken before my eyes as i was confused and asking my mom why my two favorites of sean michaels and razor ramon was hugging diesel who turned on sean and hugging hunter Hells hemsley who was, was like one of my most hated and just as a fan Throughout you throughout the years watching WWE, Triple H was always that guy that I hated. He, he did his job as the top heel, he whether did. it was yes. as Hunter helmsley whether it was as the game, whether it was as the king of kings for stuff that he did on the camera, for stuff that I learned about him outside of the camera. He was yeah. just that guy, that that symbol of one of the greatest heels that I ever saw in professional wrestling.
1: I completely agree, man. When he was a heel, he made you hate him with uh, with everything you got, right? But then he was just as good as a baby face. People got behind him, especially when he had that run with DX and Shawn Michaels when yeah. they uh, reunited uh, in DX. That was a great baby face run for them. Uh, but Triple H will definitely, in my opinion, will be one of the goats in this business just because of what he's been able to do, not only inside of the ring but from a business aspect, bringing uh, taking NXT to heights that it's never seen um, and being able to bring in independent wrestlers into the WWE and putting, putting them on a platform to flourish, even though there's a lot of them that are not there now. It's still for that time being, it was a, a great accomplishment for what he was doing within the business. Um, my dude, my favorite memory. And when I first came exposed to triple H was back in 1998, SummerSlam ladder match, the rock intercontinental championship, that match was one of my, it's still to this day, it holds up in my opinion. Um, One of the greatest ladder matches in SummerSlam history. It was just, the storytelling was great. And true and Triple H won that championship. Madison Square Garden was erupting as loud as I can get. So it was just one of the best uh, ones and his whole run with Evolution, man, it was just uh, a, a great time to be a fan and to see him perform Uh, In our lifetime, I think it was it it was a privilege because there's not there's going to be people in the future that you're going to look and man, I wish I was alive to see when this went down. And we're fortunate enough to be part of that generation.
2: Absolutely. Like, you know, for all the things that I didn't like about Triple H as a fan, there's no denying what he's been able to do both inside the ring and outside the ring. Like, this is a guy that after that whole curtain call that I witnessed live, he was punished. It was six months of him losing and losing Mm -hmm. and losing. And he didn't let that deter him. He lost his opportunity to win the King of the Ring that same year Mm -hmm. and then Mm -hmm. was able to rebound and win it the next year. And then following the King of the Ring, creating this alliance with Shawn Michaels, which came out to become D-Generation X, one of the most influential stables in WWE history. And then the only time I really like Triple H is the the, four, the the second version of D-Generation X, where he was the leader, where he took the ball from Shawn Michaels and brought back X-Pac, brought in yes. the New Age Outlaws, had China there. They, in, they did the invasion of CNN Towers and WCW headquarters and you know the parody of mm-hmm. of the nation the whole yes. feud with the rock wow, there was, was so, so much so much things to enjoy especially in that 1998 run and then going into 1999 where he turns on degeneration x and once again becomes the hated and despised heel and then ends the year as the wwe champion winning the wwe title after uh summer slam of 1999 aligning with shane the the whole the whole uh you know Uh, basically giving a roofie to to Stephanie and marrying her (laughs) at the altar. Oh God, those
1: storylines would not fly today at all. (laughs)
2: no not at all not at all but just that crashing of that wedding between tess and stephanie and then the whole mcmahon helmsley era of like that like that was it. when i think about the greatest heels of all time i think about triple h and stephanie at the at the tail end of 1999 into 2000 and i always talk about like one of my all-time favorite moments was the rock beating triple h at backlash 2000 and the the crowd response to stone Cole making his return to Linda McMahon coming out with Earl Heppner after all the stuff Triple H did to Earl Heppner during that time like there was just so many great memorable moments that Triple H was a part of whether it be as a heel like you said the reuniting of D-Generation X which a lot of people loved and enjoyed that got a lot of people you know right, by, right back behind him and what he did for you know some of the younger stars like he was very important to the rise of Jeff Hardy back in like 2008 in 2009 and you know all the guys that he brought in from the independent scene you know there's a lot of guys that are gone now but Seth Rollins is a top star in the company he wouldn't really be here or be the star that he is mm-hmm. without Triple H Kevin Owens owes a lot to Triple H as well for exactly. what he's able to do in NXT Sami Zayn there's a there's a litany of stars Tommaso Ciampa that's still with NXT That all of these guys Triple H has his imprint on his, his footprint. In WWE history can never Be denied it's such a a Crazy up and down career That he had inside the square circle And I think that is something that people Should celebrate today and finally Remember because he offered so Many great matches so many great Moments mm-hmm. so many great rivalries Triple H is one of the all time Greats when it comes to WWE
1: I, I mean everything you said is 100% true so um, Let's jump into some of these comments Because I'm seeing a lot of you guys uh, wishing him a happy retirement um, and guys sound off on what your favorite memory is of triple h we'll we'll read them here on on um, while we're live we'll stay on for a few more minutes I'd just like to get some of your guys' reactions and also uh, react with the show and engage with the show go ahead and hit the thumbs up the uh, the love emoji the the caring emoji the sad emoji let's get the reactions up so more people can watch this breaking news video uh, but we have a we have an interesting comment here. Uh, Man, that sucks to lose Scott Hall and now Triple H retiring like Nash. Uh, You just never know when you can't see your friend or fam anymore. So, uh, yeah, we got that here. Janie Hilton is saying, hope you enjoy your retirement, Triple H. The ring will not be the same without you. Uh, Let's see here. Uh, Randy Sam said, you're sleeping on Triple H as blue blood.
2: (laughs) I I mean, my memories of Triple H as the blue blood, Randy, is him getting thrown into the slop by Henry O. Godwin. Uh, back in, like, 95. So, yeah, I mean... I mean, I love the blue blood. I love the theme music. He was, like I said, he was a guy that came in and I instantly was like, oh, he's a heel. I don't like him and stuff like that being a kid. But so many runs, I kind of went through a whole bunch of runs and then I completely forgot Evolution and what he did for Randy Orton and Batista. He's a part of like two or three of the greatest, greatest stables of all time. D-Generation X evolution, and the authority. The authority is, like, of the modern era, for better or worse, it they are one though. of the more... the more. I mean, I wouldn't go good. I think I like that stretch. But it was some bad and good with that, but they are very important in the, exactly. in the modern era and their rivalry with brian with daniel Bryan that was very crucial to brian's rise and how he's viewed in wwe history so triple h deserves so much credit for you know although a lot of people want to you know put the spotlight on you know his politicking and getting with the boss's daughter and getting into management and some of the decisions like me as an African American fan, I would never forgive him for what he did to Booker T at WrestleMania 19. I just got to be real, I just had to say it. I, I've said There's it before. a lot of people I, that feel
1: the same exact way, man. I, I,
2: I've said it before, I'll say it again. I'm like Kanye West and, and Triple H is George, is, is, is George Bush. Triple H don't like black people what he did to Booker <laughs> T, but. He is very important to the history of professional wrestling and WWE. He's helped WWE get into the era that they currently on. Like if you look up and down the roster, the all the superstars that are at the top of the card really had a connection either mm-hmm. through NXT or through feuding with Triple H. Like look at the the big matches on WrestleMania this year. Like Roman Reigns, that's a person that has has is a crucial part of Triple H's. Triple H's legacy, uh, Ronda Rousey in that match at WrestleMania 34, Rock he Lesnar. put over he put over he put over Ronda big time. Charlotte Flair going through NXT, Becky Lynch and Bianca Belair going through NXT. Like he has his imprint on everybody.
1: Exactly. I mean, the, the the modern day WWE that you're seeing today, yeah, Vince calls the shots and puts the storylines together and all that. But if it weren't for Triple H, we wouldn't be having these powerhouses like Roman Reigns, Seth Rollins, Charlotte Flair, Becky Lynch, Bailey, Brock Lesnar. That tremendous feud that he had with Brock Lesnar about ten years ago, a little bit more than that, I think, that was a really great um a, a feud that he had with Brock Lesnar. So, uh, yeah, man. He definitely has left his print in the business. I, as one from a fan, I, and it, I know they watch this show. They don't want to admit it. I know they watch it, but I just want to say, thank you. Thank you. Triple H. Thank you, Paul Levesque for putting on these great characters, these great uh, uh, storylines for us to enjoy over the last 20 years. Uh, I am one very grateful man for having Triple H in the business. Um, I don't know if you feel the same way. We've already been clear about that. But uh, but uh the, the fact of the matter is. He did leave a big mark on the business. And he's still with us. And congratulations on your retirement. And thank you for everything you've done for us.
2: Yeah. And it's a very good point that uh, I was just on. With Steven Jensen over on Fightful Overbooked. And he talked about. Oh, you know it's great that everybody is celebrating Scott Hall, but sometimes it makes you sad because you wish that he could have saw all these people celebrating his career mm-hmm. and his life and what he what he meant to everybody. So the fact that Triple H is announcing his retirement, it's a great time to give him his flowers. Give him his flowers for everything he said. Like uh, like I like I said, I could give you the, the the great end of the spectrum here with my feelings of Triple H as a wrestling fan growing up but you know being an adult and looking back on his career there is no question he's one of the greatest heels of all time one of the greatest characters and one of the most influential figures in what wwe is today his fingerprints are all over the roster his fingerprints are all over the history of wwe Mm -hmm. he was a major part of the attitude era the ruthless aggression era this reality era and into the era that we're in now so He, he, there is no denying. And I was also there to that last comment. One of my other favorite wrestling moments is his return in 2002. I was in the building in Madison square garden. And like I said, I, I did not like triple H even up until he tore his quad in 2001. (laughs) And I went to that event in 2002, uh, with my mom and my mom knew me as a guy that didn't like triple H because I was a big rock fan. Did not like Triple H like that. But when that music hit after seeing the video packages for weeks, the beautiful day video package, one of the best video packages for a return ever. And then the the music hit time to play the game. I got out my feet and I was cheering like everyone else in Madison Square Garden to the point that my mom was like, I thought you hated him. (laughs) <laughs> but I was like, it doesn't matter. He's back. He's, He's back. back. It doesn't the matter. Is back, and and another great point here. Super chat donation from Rollin Curtis. Thank who, you,
1: Roland Curtis. Yeah, thank you.
2: Yes. Thank you, as always, Mr. Curtis, you always provide for us and always give us great comments like this one saying Triple H's theme songs were some of the best theme songs of all time. Plus his actual entrance routine is it. That's one of the most iconic entrance themes. If you've never been in the shower and spit out the water, you haven't been a wrestling fan. Uh, exactly. He also says, I love when Triple H, China, and Stephanie each use my time, then the game king of king king of kings uh dx theme evolution yes my personal favorite even though it's not a well-constructed st- song at all when i think of triple h i think about my time thing because that my time thing came out the perfect it was like he was leaving degeneration x and he was like i'm going that to the riff,
1: that riff uh, was yes, so yes. catchy that opening riff <laughs> no, 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 no. Oh, you would just get My pumped time. up and like, oh, let's go. Let's go.
2: Not coming oh, back. Man. I had enough. You don't Love know what it. trouble is. Oh, <laughs> that God. is a bop. Go back and listen to all the Triple H themes because you are 100 percent right, Mr. Curtis. He has What's... some of the best compilation of themes of any superstar of all time.
1: Now Rise Against the Machine had done the DX theme for them. And did they do the My
2: Time one too? No, no. It was actually the DX band. The DX band oh, did okay, my gotcha, time. Gotcha. Yes. Okay. If you, if you listen to the themes, you'll know it's y- the same yeah. singer gotcha, from the DX gotcha. theme that did my time. So I love my time. I absolutely love the DX theme, you know, him and his relationship with uh, Lenny from uh motorhead and the theme songs that he provided for him with the, with the game and with King of Kings with evolution, man those theme songs you will go back and listen to for years and years to come.
1: Still bangs, still bangs. They're good. Um, Guys, if you're just tuning in, Triple H announced his retirement from professional wrestling from in-ring competition. He announced it earlier today on ESPN. Uh, We're going to wrap things up here. Jeremy and Kevin will be on later on this evening at 6 o'clock. They may have some more information uh, on the top story regarding Triple H's announcement. Mm -hmm. We want to thank you for joining us here for this little breaking news segment. Remember to like, share, and subscribe. Uh, smash that like button for watching us on YouTube, and hit that uh, notification bell so you don't miss whenever we drop brand new stuff. We're well on our way to twenty-seven thousand subscribers, so thank you so much for all of that, all of the support. Uh, this Sunday we do have the sports Kita trivia at one p.m. on Sunday, and SP three will be battling Robert DeFelis and Rick Cucino for the sports Kita uh, sports Kita Trivia Federation championship. Uh, so hopefully. Sid will finally be crowned since he has been the uncrowned champion for several months. Now
2: I'm the interim, I'm the reigning and longest reigning interim sports, Kida wrestling trivia (laughs) federation champion. And I, I want to be the undisputed champion. So join us, hit the subscribe button, hit the bell to stay notified all the great content here. I told this to Jose off camera. I'll say it to all of y'all Yo. Go over and follow Jose. Go over and follow Jeremy. Go over and follow Kev. They do amazing work every single day right here on The Top Story. They are the lifeblood, the heart, and soul of the Sports Keto Wrestling YouTube channel. I'm just a side character, and you can see me <laughs> later tonight after SmackDown and Rampage with Rick Uchino and Dutch Mantel on Smack Talk. But thank you all. and. Go out of your way to celebrate Triple H. Give him his flowers because he deserves it. And also check out ESPN and all their podcast platforms, ESPN Plus, for the full interview where Triple H talks to Stephen A. Smith and tells him about his retirement from in-ring competition. But we are sure hopefully Triple H can get healthy and get back into the wrestling business because he can have such more impact behind the scenes and backstage like he has over the last couple of years.
1: Uh, yeah, you couldn't you couldn't have said it any better. Uh guys, thank you so much. We'll be back this afternoon at 6 p.m. Uh remember to enjoy wrestling, enjoy Triple H. Send them that congratulations. Um, and if you're not down with that, I only got two words for you.
2: Enjoy wrestling.
1: Yeah. Watch out, watch, watch, you out, watch out, watch out.
0: The game is over in the ring. Triple H, one of the biggest villains in WWE history, calling it quits earlier today on ESPN. We covered it in detail. We'll continue to cover how the world of wrestling is reacting to it, and there is a massive reaction to this news just a week out before WWE's WrestleMania. Plus, we have news about another big and beloved Hall of Fame induction on today's Wrestling Sports Kita. I got I to gotta do it right. I got to do it right, Jeremy. I'm doing it wrong. You're looking at me like I know I'm doing it wrong. Sports Keto Wrestling top story of the day. <laughs> watch out, watch out, watch out, watch out. Watch out. <laughs> I talk like I'm falling down the stairs some days. Watch out. Watch out. Watch out. It's a Freestyle Friday, a very, very busy one. Get in the conversation. Let us know what you think of Triple H announcing his retirement, your favorite matches and memories from him. We want to know. A Freestyle Friday. We'll take your questions in the final segment of the show. We have a lot to cover here. Just a week out from WrestleMania. Two nights in Dallas at the Cowboy Stadium, AT&T Stadium. And, of course, a big Hall of Fame induction as well. We have uh, some Hall of Fame news here. But obviously the news that you made uh, the day here, Jamie, as I stumble once again, (laughs) Paul Levesque, Triple H, uh, suffering a cardiac event in September, announcing his retirement officially here in a big rollout, you know, showcasing interview with uh, with ESPN. What do you think? Yeah, so, uh, of course, that news, we had breaking
3: news earlier with uh, Jose and Sid getting on, talking about uh, the announcement that happened on first take. And, of course, uh, as expected, the uh, the tributes and everything pouring out reactions to, uh, to the news. Um, as uh, mentioned here in the Fightful article, uh, Triple H's last official match was in 2019 when he teamed with Shinsuke Nakamura against Robert Roode and Samoa Joe in the uh, special show in Japan. And uh, so now the wrestling world all reacting to the uh, the retirement news uh, that that broke today. Uh, people from like Rhea Ripley, uh, from being the reason why I started watching WWE to the reason I made it further in the business. Thank you for everything, Triple H. Uh, Simone Johnson getting in there, The Rock's daughter, uh, Indy, uh, Indy Hartwell, uh, The Miz also getting in, Miz saying. Uh, Triple H, it was an honor to have shared the ring with you. Thank you for the wealth of knowledge you have given to me over the years. Enjoy the extra time you will now have with your girls. Hashtag thank you, Triple H. Uh, Ryan Satin, thanks to Triple H for decades of entertainment, whether in the ring, out of it, or behind the scenes, shaping up the future via NXT. The man has provided us all with countless great memories that I am incredibly thankful to have. What's your favorite Triple H moment? uh charlotte flair also providing thanks renee paquette uh providing a an old classic interview that she gave with triple h backstage uh back in the day uh lots of uh, great tributes that that have just uh, poured out damian priest for everything you've given us for every improvement you made to our business for your kindness kindness guidance and leadership thank you triple h uh sasha banks posting the, uh, the photo of, uh, the iconic triple H entrance from WrestleMania 30, where, uh, uh, uh triple H was on a, 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 throne, uh, which opened up WrestleMania 30 against Daniel Bryan,
0: one of the uh, best WrestleMania opening matches of all time. And, easily.
3: Uh, basically the, uh, uh, the WrestleMania debuts, so to speak of Asasha Banks, Charlotte Flair and Alexa bliss as they were, uh, Uh, alongside Triple H for his entrance before we knew them as wrestlers kind of a a cool thing to see there Uh, Mia Yim Johnny Gargano uh, Ember Moon now known as Athena uh, all sharing things must Mustafa Ali stated uh, he did a lot of things one of the most incredible things he did is give a room full of dreamers a chance thank you Triple H uh, kind of cool to hear from Mustafa Ali there. Alexa Bliss, the man who came up with the concept of Alexis Playground, so talented in and out of the ring. Thank you for everything, Triple H. What an incredible in-ring career. Uh, so that's just the tip of the iceberg. Those are kind of the early, uh, early ones from around the wrestling world. But obviously, uh, probably a a a sound choice by Triple H to cult quits in the ring after what happened um i'm sure sid and jose covered in detail on uh, mm-hmm. the report of uh just how uh so devastating uh how close to 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 really being bad the situation was when uh triple h found out of of his health issues so
0: Uh, and of course more of this interview will come out Uh, this was more of uh, just an announcement on first take with ESPN with Stephen A. Smith that'll be rolled out on the ESPN platform and their ESPN plus if you want to check out more details there tip of the cap to them as well the worldwide leader in sports Um, there you go Uh, this is certainly big news there's no denying this obviously I know if you've been watching our channel today there's a lot of it if you're listening to the podcast version this is almost a whole hour of us talking about this this is one of the biggest Villains in WWE history, one of the biggest performers they've ever had. Like he's a top 10 guy saying you're never going to see him wrestle again. And mind you, I think there's a lot of people that saw it going this way, but I do appreciate that most of the vibe around the conversation with fans, like we're seeing a sad day for a fan like me, but no regrets. He had a damn good career. It is regretful because you're just a fan. You want to see him wrestle more, right? Mm -hmm. Uh, And and it's special. I've seen him wrestle many, many times. It's always been a a special moment.
3: You know, before this even came out that uh, they had that he had the episode, you know, it was. You know, Triple H even said himself at this point in his life, it's taken him it'll take him four to six months to get ready to do another match. Now, we probably would have had one more or maybe a couple more out of him, uh, but not many more anyways. And now this uh, with this happening, just kind of solidified everything and uh, just just calls, you know, you know, just just make an official end to what was a a tremendous career. Uh, More
0: comments here coming in from the fans. You want to read these? Yeah, uh we have
3: uh we have here on, uh Andrea on the chat here. Triple H is awesome. Thank you so much for making WWE awesome. Uh low key trips put uh, so many dudes
0: over in the last decade. Everyone talked about him burying people. Like in the mid 2000s <laughs> like there was a big it, it, uh, anti Triple H backlash it, and at that, that time it was he was already married into the top brass of the company. He yeah. was married to Stephanie. So fans always had this sense of like, "Oh, he's burying people. He's burying people. Uh, and he, this is pre, like he was involved in creative as a performer. Very few people get to do that in WWE. Like the list of those people is probably but, but less what's than four six. What's funny is he's the
3: guy that took the fall for the curtain call.
0: Yeah. Uh, because, well, obviously. Uh, who, curtain call doesn't happen. Yeah, There's no NWO. Like, like you know, what I mean, that doesn't happen. There's, well, there's no. No, they were already leaving. Later. They were already leaving, so that didn't matter. You so know, I'd but l- I mean, it's a really special moment, and he's a critical part of it. And he also did the service of it. You know, yeah. like he's the one who paid the price for it. It wasn't really. for the curtain call. We may not have Austin three sixteen since I just whooped your
3: ass exactly uh, because uh Triple H was supposed to win that King of the Ring, and that was his punishment for the curtain call was uh, that he did not win King of the Ring, and it was uh, Steve but Austin. But there's people over... like
0: this, like Scott Burke saying, marry the boss's daughter. So <laughs> what? I, at this point, I don't think that matters, and here's why. I understand where it matters to some people who were still bitter like 10, 15 years later, but yeah. it's to me, it's still a so what because... If that's the case and he didn't deliver on that, like, all right, so did he benefit from that? I don't know. It's on the surface. You could just say, yeah, but I don't know that. And you don't know that. And it's purely speculative. But if he's benefited from it, he certainly ran with it and did so many good things for wwe got them ready for the digital age got them ready to recruit independent talent when there was a big independent boom got nxt where it should be made nxt really really exciting and fun made a lot of stars seth rollins roman reigns jeff hardy he made them single stars jeff hardy could have been a single star of his own but triple h got him there you know roman reigns put him there daniel bryan put him there seth rollins put him there you know um and he did a lot of stuff. You know, some people saying uh, triple H. Uh, <laughs> yeah, Maybe you just don't like him as a heel. You know, that's hey,
3: what he he could have, he probably could have ended the streak if he wanted to, but he didn't, he had two chances at
0: it too. Yeah. So I, I, the idea that people are trying to like rewrite history and just say, Oh, because he married the boss's daughter, he isn't great. That's wrong. That yeah, is that's completely wrong. That's right. Like it, at the height of the WWE, he was one of the top players getting the biggest reactions. And, moving things mechanically everyone talks about the oh the baby face does it no the heel gets the heat the heel is the gas all right the baby face is just the cover of the car and and he was the engine that made things run in wwe as a performer in the ring and then a performer uh, behind the curtain and i think i hope he gets to be still be involved with wwe moving forward i don't think that you know we, we haven't heard any illusions of him being completely done with wwe uh but he isn't a, he isn't not back at a full-time basis yet he, he did we do know that so it'll be. Uh, I'm. I'm interested to see this interview and see how, how it comes out and uh, and what happens here uh, with with this with the details of this entire process and kind of coming to this, um, this this idea like this. All right, yeah, I know I'm not going to be in the ring anymore. I know it, and it's important that I say it because you don't want fans, you know, thinking that oh, it's going to happen, it's going to happen, it's going to happen. You know, and it was almost important when they did it with the Undertaker where they had to say it. You know, we, we it's, it's a bummer, but we're gonna let you know, especially if you're spending so much time with our product and so much. You have people that have watched for decades that are still behind it. You know it makes sense. Yeah, we got more uh, more reactions coming in here. Matt Hardy, uh, thanks
3: for uh, doing so much for professional wrestling for the professional wrestling industry. Uh, your passionate love for the biz shines through, and I'm happy I was able to experience some special moments with you. All the best, Paul. Uh, Bianca Belair, I will forever cherish this moment from you. Uh, this was when she uh, won the title uh, with Triple H uh, there uh, greeting her backstage. Ah, uh, this simple gesture gave me the confirmation that I was finally walking in my purpose. You changed my life. Thank you for giving me a chance of believing in me, and for all your contributions inside and out of the ring. Uh, and uh, yeah, so just a couple more there that came in from Fightful. Thanks to, uh, thanks to Robert DeFelice, who will be one of the competitors for the Sports Kita. Trivia Federation challenge this Sunday in our Triple Threat WrestleMania challenge, and so uh, uh, Andrew
0: did... Wilson, telling me the whole interview is up right now. Thank you, Andrew. Okay. For that. Cool. I Appreciate. It. I didn't see it pop up yet. Yeah, I saw the clip this morning on first take. Uh, so it is interesting to see uh, what's what's going to happen now, and knowing that he's a, another guy who's not going to come back for those big matches. This yeah. is another step up, guys. Who's the next big attraction for WWE that can do these type of things? John Cena can still do it. You know, he can. There's still plenty more. I don't want to say plenty, but there's definitely some big John Cena matches left. in And we'll t- probably t- get one cool. more out of the rock next year. Yep. Yep. So, I mean, so if you're a fan of those guys gone by, well, come by now
3: and then. there's well, It's funny. <laughs> like I just watched WrestleMania 20 and, you know, they, they faced that exact same situation. Stone Cold had to retire. The rock was going off to Hollywood. Uh, you know, and, and there was a lot, it was a reset period for them then. And uh, so, yeah, it's kind of, you know, it, there's always going to be a reset period.
0: Um. Here we go. David Chaperon uh, with a question here. Trips, we wouldn't have had DX, Evolution, or NXT. Yes, those are all tied directly to him and all the wrestlers who came from those factions. The man is a legend. Yeah, well said. Uh, Dan Dizzy with, uh, with a question here. Do you think the lack of success at the rebrand of NXT and it being stripped uh, of its took away from any level he had for the business? Dan, no, uh, I, I really, really don't. I, that's, that's just a stretch because you'd have to ask him that question. I don't want to answer questions for people. But to say that, no, this is a guy who had a very serious health issue. I think his yeah. life. Took a different challenge uh, that didn't have anything to do with professional business.
3: Yeah, I don't know what uh, you know. I don't know what he's going to be doing when he comes back. If it's just going to be where he was, uh, you know. Obviously, Shawn Michaels was a big part of that, and now he's the head of NXT right now. So I don't think it's going to change once Triple H is healthy and and ready to go. He's going to be a big
0: part of NXT 2.0 unless something has drastically changed that we don't know. Mm -hmm. Steven Chambers. Hey guys, tuning in late. Uh, Thank you. Triple H. Do you guys have any favorite Triple H matches? We'll get to that. It is Friday. So it's a freestyle Friday. So if you're with us right now, this far into the video, don't go anywhere because uh, we're going to answer questions at the, in the final segment, Uh, we do have some other positive news here. Uh, Several years ago, Shad Gaspar, one half of the beloved WWE tag team crime time uh, who uh, left WWE and left the wrestling business to pursue an acting career, sadly lost his life while trying to save his son's life. Uh, during a kind of a freak accident while they were swimming in California and and uh, sent lifeguards when the lifeguards turned to get him and it was a, a wild drift of water. Uh, he told them, don't save me, save my son. They did, and he sadly passed away. Uh, now, we find the news here that Chad Gaspar will receive the 2022 Warrior Award from WWE at this year's WWE Hall of Fame. That was confirmed by the company today. Um, this is one that people were calling for ever since uh, Gaspar passed away. Uh, I know some people who had so many great things to say about him. This is also a guy who, like, tackled man in Florida when he was trying to, like, rob someplace at gunpoint and just totally took out the guy and used his wrestling skills to, like, wreck somebody. Uh, so uh, truly a guy who did the right thing when the right thing was called upon him <clears throat> uh, and multiple occasions risking his own life and and, and uh, sacrificing it for his son. You cannot, You cannot say anyone would do anything more valiant than that. Uh, and of course a fitting a fitting award for him to receive uh we don't know if jtg his tag team partner will receive it just yet i would assume that he'll be a part of the event i would i would really really hope he would and, the, and definitely his family will be a part of it uh what do you think of this It's just this is a feel-good thing this makes yeah. complete sense at w yeah. yeah. it, it was
3: it was uh being asked you know for back last year uh but last year um you know, uh, Titus O'Neill won it last year and, uh, you know, maybe logistics of family and uh, other things could not, you know, could not do it this year. So it's good to see our last year. So it's good to see that they did it this year. It's hard to believe that it's almost been two years already since that's happened. Uh, but uh, Shad joins, uh, you know, a, a list of uh, true warriors uh, ever since 2015 when that was established a year after Ultimate Warrior's death. Of course, you got Connor, uh, the Crusher, Joan London. Eric Legrand, JJ Robertson, Sue Atchison, Rich Herring, uh among the past recipients, and then of course Titus O'Neill last year. Uh so yeah, it'll uh it'll be interesting. It'll be cool to see. Uh hopefully, uh hopefully JTG is the one uh to uh, to induct uh to give a speech. And uh it'll be kind of funny. Vince has probably not seen JTG in a while now that he's all jacked. He'll be like, Oh, what happened to you, pal?
0: Oh, <laughs> uh, you sized up oh, yeah. oh, try, uh, try oh you want a contract <laughs> <laughs> i'll give you a contract now uh we have some interesting aew news what's going on there
3: uh aew has filed a new trademark and probably uh, uh letting you know that uh where they're gonna go with this uh they have trademarked
0: the uh the phrase undisputed elite ah uh, so you're just trying to make the undisputed era into the yeah. undisputed elite so it's just um undisputed.
3: yeah so the that was a trademark also some stuff uh uh aew fight forever which uh looks like could be the name the 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 title of the uh video game uh so that's been uh that's also been trademarked but yeah looks like uh undisputed elite trademarked uh uh for uh merchandise and all that fun stuff so uh probably what they're going to be called um be interesting to see if that you know if they're just putting that as a placeholder, actually going to call them that or what they're going to do, because obviously, you know, you got the elite was Kenny Omega and the Bucks, And obviously there's going to be a split, especially when Kenny comes back and there's going to be a feud with Omega and Adam Cole. Obviously, we've already seen the split between Red Dragon and the box. So it'd be kind of interesting that they're called undisputed elite when they're actually kind of breaking away from the Bucks and probably will not be associated with Kenny Omega when he comes back.
0: Uh, It is interesting that, uh, that AEW is now finding themselves in the same WWE realm of gotta license your products, gotta trademark your things, gotta shore up your properties, gotta do all that corporate stuff that AEW, apparently they're not a corporate wrestling promotion, right? Yes, they are. <laughs> They're all by a guy who owns a football team. They got to do everything that WWE is doing to stay competitive. And I do not challenge them for doing it at all. I like the name Fight Forever. Sounds cool. That's a very wrestling culture thing, right? That makes complete sense. And uh, Undisputed Era, quite clever there. You know, quite clever that AEW gets to kind of do something that is almost parallel to what you've seen this team do before. I wonder why they didn't do that beforehand when, when you eventually got all those, for the most part, you know, just sort of Roderick Strong. You got all of those undisputed air guys, from NXT over in Kyle O'Reilly, Bobby Fish, and Adam Cole. I wonder why they didn't do that before. Maybe it's just a legal issue.
3: Yeah, I don't know. Uh I am not uh not exactly sure on that, but
0: uh yeah, I, you know,
3: obviously that split is happening and uh it, I, I Omega is still far away from returning. So this may be a thing where the Bucks turn babyface and maybe join up with hangman page or something and so Mm -hmm. uh who of course was a part of the elite and being the elite in the early days even before aew existed hangman page was uh was uh, with them in the bullet club and and on the bte early shows as well uh so it may be a shot at the elite that, that they go by that name you know uh kayfabe that uh, shot it at, at the bucks and, and omega and hangman and those guys maybe uh taking a little shot at them possibly mm-hmm. uh be interesting to see how that story plays out as uh, as time goes on
0: the time has been reached it is friday yeah all right it is the final segment five days a week you hardcore diehard friends over twenty thousand subscribers on youtube Thousand subscribers on our podcast platform. Thank you guys so much. You want to hit us up with a question. If you're watching on demand, jump into the comments below. I still respond to all these and talk to you guys all the time, but if you're with us live, this is where it pays off. You fire up the questions you get on screen. You want to talk about Triple H retiring your favorite matches. We would love to know. All right. You want to ask us about what's going on with WrestleMania. You want to know don't fantasy book, no fantasy (laughs) booking. Don't ask us if your fantasy booking is going to become reality booking because that's not a question. All right. Got to form it in speculative. Points here, all right. You got questions about what's going on, what the news is, what our thoughts are on something else. Fire it off. Let's get into it. John Woke Cohen, when is Cody really coming to WWE? Cody should debut next Monday on Night ross Raw. See, John Woe, you've already broken the rules. You're already trying to fantasy book things here. Okay, uh should he? Yes, I'm, I'm busting. No, he'll out. be.
3: He, he won't. He won't. He won't show up
0: till the till WrestleMania. I think so too. I think it's smarter. Hold it out until WrestleMania. Hold it out. Maybe do the biggest tease you can do on Monday you know, but hold it out. Uh, I heard an interesting quote here uh, that was shared by Justin Labar. I was, uh, I was uh, checking out busted open Sirius XM today uh, in the shower. And I heard Justin Labar say he quoted, he was sharing a quote from Kevin Nash. You can't make money off what you don't advertise. All right. Now uh, I can say that, but in the digital age, I don't know if that adds up because enough fans are talking and they know something's going to happen. They did this before with the undertaker where, you know, you had seen it call out the Undertaker. The thing is with with Seth here, he hasn't said Cody's name. He just referenced rumors. That's it. You know? Um, and they're being a lot more coy with this one than they were with the John Cena one, where it was, I'm calling out the Undertaker. When is the Undertaker coming? You know I'm John Cena, I want the Undertaker. And the Undertaker doesn't respond. I'm gonna, now I'm gonna go get a interview. beer
3: and sit in the front row. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> I'm gonna go, I'm also, gonna go, I'm gonna go
0: take up a thousand dollar seat. But if say they say they announce Cody's gonna be there Monday, does that move tickets? Does that move more people to subscribe to Peacock in advance of WrestleMania? Or do you want to do the payoff thing where, hey, you, you subscribed to Peacock? You bought your ticket for WrestleMania? Look at this. We gave you Cody Rhodes, right? Here's your cool surprise. You knew it was coming. We gave it to you. Yeah. Uh, Roland Curtis, always so grateful to the channel. Thank you so much for the super chat. Even with all of his power, Triple H, and his, momentums, uh, his moments of humility, he could have easily won 17 world titles, but was satisfied with 14. He could have held the WWE title during uh, the two-man power trip, but he accepted the intercontinental. Oh, thing.
3: that is something I wish that is something I wish that lasted a lot longer than it did. That two man power trip with
0: Triple H and Austin was so good. And it only lasted a few months. It was such a bummer. Yeah. That he had that quad injury, he had that nasty, nasty quad injury that held him up here. Uh, people saying Triple H should be a manager or something like that. We'll see what happens here. Let's get into your questions. Dude. He's got Let's enough. Uh, he's got enough behind the scenes. Once he gets back to work that uh, he'll uh, uh, be able to, uh, to do that. So, We'll get your questions on screen. You want to guarantee you get your questions on screen. Drop that super chat on us as well. It helps the channel out quite a bit.
3: Looking, looking, through question, looking for some questions. Don't see
0: uh, how many many questions. But here's one right here. Mm-hmm. Uh, David Chisholm, who do you all think? What do you all think of Impact Wrestling? They're in a really tough spot right here. I, I, I think they're in a very, very tough spot. They've been able to weather this before, um, but they're having even more waves of talent coming in out of the company. Uh, and it's something where they're definitely shoring up some bigger names. You know, Josh Alexander staying with the company, that's a good sign. Mm. Jordan Grace staying with the company, that's a good sign. Um, They have some interesting combinations with the Good Brothers being there Uh, and a very, very strong relationship with the New Japan Pro Wrestling. They're going to do some cool shows in Dallas. I'm not saying it's all bad. They announced some cool stuff. They're going to be doing some bigger shows. But Access TV, which is owned by their company, Anthem Entertainment, so the company owns them, owns the cable channel they're on, which is good. Shows that they're in a secure place. Mm. But it's not a good channel to reach people. It's not, it's not on a lot of cable systems. It, it isn't a show that feels like appointment viewing. Y- if you look up the ratings, they're not particularly great. But also, Nielsen ratings, I don't think truly show what a brand is. And I say that about WWE and AEW as well. Yeah. People come down on those ratings. Like, those ratings have a margin of error of like 30 or 40% if, sometimes. If you throw Impact Wrestling a buck,
3: a dollar, if you throw them a dollar on youtube you can get you can start watching impact's show 30 minutes after it starting at like say it it starts here central time seven o'clock on access tv Mm -hmm. you can start watching it uh in a live premiere 30 minutes after that at 7 30 so you know you could throw a buck at it and watch it that way if you if you are you know don't have access tv that's kind of a good way to do it um Impact has been really good. I think um, for about two years now. There, there was a, a they, they kept you know there was a period of time like 2013, 2014. Um, you know when Anthem started taking over, it was terrible, and then uh, it would be good for a bit, and then terrible. I think it's been very solid for the past two years. The X division is tremendous, and they keep adding new guys to that division like Mike Speedball Bailey. Um, I think uh, uh, there are some great. You know wwe talent that came over good brothers heath uh steve macklin has been impressive in my mm-hmm. opinion uh you know and uh donna is there as well yeah matt cardona and, and the knockouts division is tremendous and they finally uh oddly enough i don't know what took them so long but they finally pulled the uh the heel turn for chelsea green because she's a heel at
0: every other indie promotion with matt cardona did you see the fun clever thing they did where she broke her wrist but they faked it did yeah you see this yeah uh did she I thought that was such a little clever thing they did on, 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 and they did it online too, which was a clever way of doing it too, to get people talking
3: about. And so for their, uh, their big WrestleMania weekend show, uh, a hell of a mixed tag coming up
0: with uh, Cardona and Chelsea against Nick Aldis and Mickey James. So quite the attraction. That's, an attra- that's a big attraction on paper. Definitely check it out. Uh, let's get more into it. We will be live, by the way, from Dallas all week long with special content, so keep an eye on our channel. Make sure also you have your notifications on so you know when we're dropping new stuff. And subscribe to the podcast channel if you just want to listen to everything we're doing as well. Uh, thanks for that question, Dave. Uh, Chavis Greener with a question. With Triple H now retired, truly the Attitude Era, the Ruthless Aggression Era, has ended with no chance of return. It doesn't need to return. It's come and gone. That's why eras happen. Uh, now, how does wrestling survive if there's no real big big names left as active wrestlers now Chavez I understand what you're saying but I really think that's a question that comes from fans of a certain age uh, I'm 38 all right so so to me I understand the sentiment that you're getting at but for someone who is 10 or 12 Finn Balor is a huge name Roman Reigns is a huge name look how Seth much Rollins money is a, Becky look, Lynch is a huge name Sasha yeah. Banks is a huge name to them look how much uh, money
3: Roman Reigns is generating as a heel yeah, and he's making money as a heel. Brock Lesnar
0: is still oh. still a big attraction. Uh, over in AEW, you have tons of big names and they're and they're doing their own thing as an alternative brand that's really, you know, moving the needle for themselves. So, I really I get what you're saying. I'm not saying it's a bad question. I get what you're saying though. But for WrestleMania, are we still going to see big names come back? I don't think that's going away for the next few years. The, the big know, problem gonna, the big problem with their booking
3: is they do a lot of 50-50 booking mm-hmm. that keeps from making elite top-tier stars. You right now You should have Sami Zayn at the top of your card. You should have Shinsuke Nakamura at the top of your card. You should have Kevin Owens at the top of your card uh you know those are some just names off top my head ricochet uh who now they are finally getting behind but there are a bunch of names that should be at the top of the card and should have been built over the years that they have it and a
0: lot of that gets killed with 50 50 booking chav is following up here so roman's a name but he hasn't crossed over like his cousin the rock he will austin or even daniel bryan and he gets gets old enough to not want to do this 300 days (laughs) a year he will yeah uh what can be done to bring wrestling close to what it was i don't know if it needs to be what it was and I bring that up in this in this way. I don't think anything in media needs to be what it was because with the subscription models now, niche now becomes mainstream. Wrestling has been mainstream for you know, 30, 40 years now. Yeah. It's even now more mainstream on Peacock. It's even now more mainstream with AEW on TNT, TBS, right? It's even now more uh, mainstream in the sense of, oh wwe is this and pro wrestling is this you see fans trying to like make that uh, a lot of alliteration there
3: a lot of people forget the added they only remember the top of the attitude era they don't forget that there was a lot of crap during that time a lot of bad matches in the attitude era but you know obviously remember austin and everything he did and rock and everything he did vince mcmahon everything he did but there was a lot of crap, too, during that era. So, you know, it, it necessary overall, I think the business is better than what it was back then. It may not be bigger. You may not get the the big pops that you got in the late 90s. You may not get 7 million television viewers. But as Kevin said, that is because the model has evolved. You're not going to get those big numbers anymore because it's impossible with the amount of channels and options that they have now. But a lot of people forget that there was a
0: lot of crap. In the Attitude Era as well, uh, Jay Feliciano, a man a man I know, I can tell you for sure knows a thing or two about pro wrestling. Triple H on commentary, he did this on the first SmackDown they did in the Performance Center, right at the beginning of the pandemic. Yeah, they did this yeah. as like a, a fun, like a little addition. They just threw him on. Commentary. That was good. I like that. Uh, I thought it was fun. I'm not opposed to it. Like uh, I think Triple H making appearances and doing things like that while still being, uh, you know, a critical producer of WWE's executive structure is important i think he's a big part of WWE's future yeah they sell the company you got to have him involved that's the way i feel about it yeah uh and i wrote people are gonna be so mad about that uh raheem saying do you think Vince McMahon? do you think WWE will sell we've been asked this question quite a bit i know the closer you get to wrestlemania the biggest event that WWE presents obviously they present a lot of huge events but this one's the biggest um we've heard more and more about this with the releases oh that means they're going to release people i think that's cooled down quite a bit the speculation around that has cooled down significantly does that mean i think it's gone away completely no um i do think they're going to have more advanced relationships with other media companies but think about this right now wwe has deals with a and e nbc universal fox uh and and to some degree indirectly they have a deal with disney which owns a majority stake in hulu so you get some of their content on hulu all right their next day streaming rights they have deals with all of those companies then if you want to go beyond it internationally you have a massive agreement with the kingdom of saudi arabia they have different individual agreements they just signed one this week for the middle east and north africa they have different regional things like that what happens to all of those deals if somebody buys it do the, do we have to wait for all those all those deals? There's a lot to to bring in here that I don't think people see on the surface. Yeah, I'll tell you, I this. don't know if WWE sells. I, I I don't know if they sell right away. Could, I've been it, telling, could it happen in the future? It always could.
3: I've been saying this. I've been saying this ever since. You know the the last deals were made. Uh, keep an eye on what deals or how. Keep an eye and compare the deal that they get from Fox and and Universal the next time around, and if it's considerably different and lower. <laughs> then you then maybe maybe start talking about those rumors again.
0: I don't know. We'll see what happens. A lot to come up here. There's, there's TV contracts coming up. One more question week. for the evening. We got two. Uh, let's, let's do two. Let's do two more. Steven Chambers, any word on when Danhausen will make his in-ring debut with AEW? He's simply just been making appearances and, and cursing people. <laughs> uh, soon. He is progressing nicely. Yeah, he suffered. A, he broke his leg the same day Mance Warner did. On the same show, they both mm. had leg breaks, so fun times. Uh, uh, he
3: is uh, getting uh, – uh, there There was actually a report came out yesterday uh, that he is uh, hopefully going to return to the ring soon, but uh, no exact timetable just yet.
0: Uh, Delwyn Jones here with a question. Thoughts on WrestleMania 38 card so far? Apparently, there's two added matches, which would make it 14 matches over two days. Uh, yeah, we did get news yesterday. What was the time frame? we heard they're going to do about five-hour blocks? A two-hour
3: pre-show, three-hour main show, both nights.
0: So that makes about sense. I mean, and they can go longer. It's streaming; they can do what they want. You know, they are not bound by it, especially with Peacock. Um, I think it's a. I think on paper, it's a, if you just look at the card and you weren't watching WWE, this is a really interesting card with a lot of celebrity involvement. Uh, it's interesting they've made some changes to the card as well. It looks like Stone Cold and Kevin Owens in a not a match, but a Kevin a co segment we Will go on last, so you'll hmm. have a segment, not a match. And WrestleMania Night One, uh, Roman Reigns, Brock Lesnar at the top of the card on Night Two, uh, and they're adding some more names here. I think we got to figure out how Ricochet, the Intercontinental Champion, and Finn Balor, the United States Champion, find their way under this card in some way. Plus, we have the Andre the Giant Memorial Battle Royal, and possibly a uh, women's battle royal that could be. I, think, this I show. think we'll get some of that stuff announced tonight.
3: Uh, especially with uh, intercontinental title, uh, and then maybe the rest on Monday. I think Friday will uh, be a little late for announcements, as I think they're going to mix in some some Hall of Fame. Uh, the card, I, I think, night one is half and half. Half of the half of the matches, I think, the build has been terrible or not a WrestleMania worthy. Uh, the other half has been good. I think most of night two, outside of the women's tag, has been built really well. I think the the men's tag and on Raw has been great. Uh I think Knoxville and, and Zane have been entertaining. McAfee and Theory have been a, been a good build and of course you got Brock and Roman. Uh so I think night 2 has been built a little better than night 1, but I think overall we're going to have uh we're going to have some fun and some surprises and if we don't get the surprises that we want, maybe we'll get them on the Monday after WrestleMania because I, there are plans to uh, kind of uh, re get back to the old Raw after Mania and uh, bring in some debuts and surprises. So uh, if you don't get to see what you want on that Sunday or Saturday, uh, that Monday may provide
0: what you're looking for. Thank you guys so much for watching and tuning in. We appreciate it. Did you have fun? Did you just catch us? Well, rewind and go all the way back to the beginning if you're just catching us. Thank you guys for checking us out five days a week. Let me just tell you, next week is going to be awesome we're gonna have so much special awesome. stuff for you uh, it's gonna be quite quite cool uh, uh an exclusive interview with some former WWE writers is coming to the channel all right we have an interview up right now with braun breaker which is on our youtube channel as well you can check out uh so much going on so much wrestling to follow keep an eye on sportskeeda.com download the app if you haven't done it already it'll make it real easy for you you want to go googling around we got it all for you Right there in one spot. And uh, Jeremy ben if they want to follow you on the Twitter machine, they can go do that at JB Huskers. Are you doing any buzz kills there? You didn't buzz kill anything today. I uh, buzz
3: killed half a night one of WrestleMania. Okay, so. it's, it's true. You did buzz kill
0: that. You did buzz kill that. Uh, we have our Sportskeeda Trivia Federation. It is our Mania special, all WrestleMania trivia going down this Sunday, 1 p.m. in the East, 12 p.m. In the, in the Central. It's going to be a big deal. It's going to be a big, big deal. Triple Threat, Robert D. Freeze representing Fightful.com, all right? SP3, a mania champion in his own from Talk,
3: And a guy with multiple personalities. He, he, has, he has
0: multiple personalities.
3: And a guy that will be joining me on Top Story uh, Wednesday through Friday next week
0: before. I'm yes, we have some travel issues, so we, we have to make <laughs> sure we're covered there. Uh, and then, of course, Rick Uchipo from Believe in Pro Wrestling. Of course, host of Smack Talk, he'll be on there. He, he's he's the interim champion. There's some debate about whether or not he's champion. Yeah, he's so. been ducking Sid, but then
3: uh, Sid uh, uh, screwed Robert. so now we got a triple threat, and we got some good questions in the bank. I gotta finish up some more tonight, maybe during SmackDown. But then I just found out a, a friend of mine's in town from Arizona, so I may have to write these <laughs> last minute on Saturday night before I go out. So you can do it. You can do it. Uh, I've done it before. I've whipped him up, and I I don't have to do as many as I did for the rumble. So that's, I had to do like 45 questions for the rumble. I only have to do 25 here. So, uh, and then if we have a tie, I'll whip up some tiebreakers, but uh, it's going to be a great battle. Uh, Kev will be on camera with me uh, a little bit, maybe then pop in behind the scenes, interact with you guys in the chat, as well as uh, help referee. If we got a little tiebreaker that we got to do. So we'll get in there and have a lot of fun on Sunday afternoon. So make sure to join us. Uh,
0: What a fitting way to end the show. Thank you, CRC. Big fan of the show here as we get ready to close out and we uh, fondly look back at the in-ring career of Triple H, the game, the King of Kings, the Cerebral Assassin. All right? If you watch the show, and if you're not down with that, I got two words for you. What are they, Jeremy?
3: Enjoy wrestling.
1: Yeah? Yeah. Yeah.